Welcome back to the Field Trip Podcast. My name is Brent Terhune. The time of this recording, you're hearing this right now, I'm at Helium Comedy Club at Indianapolis, Indiana. Tell your friends about it. Also, uh, upcoming shows, I will be in Wichita, Kansas, Tulsa, Oklahoma, Cape Girardeau, Missouri, back in uh, St. Louis, Missouri, Bloomington, Indiana, Oklahoma City, and Detroit, Michigan. All in the upcoming months and weeks. Brentcomedy.com for all the info and tickets. Also, uh, if you're listening to this one, you probably would like my other podcast. I do with uh, Ryan Neemiller and Johnny LaQuasto. That's called the Cafeteria Podcast. Available on Spotify and iTunes. So that is also weekly. So check that one out. The Cafeteria Podcast. So let's get to my conversation with Gavin Eddings. Hello and welcome back to the Field Trip Podcast. I'm Brent Terhune, your host, and joining me uh, for the 57th time. I don't know how many times this is, Gavin, but Gavin Eddings joins me once again. Hey, glad to be back. I want one of those jackets that they give five timers on SNL. I would like my Field Trip with Brent Terhune robe. <laughs> I was not given anything. Uh, you will get a robe. It's just the one that is in this hotel that I'm currently in. <laughs> you know what? A robe is a robe. If you just sharpie the number five on it, uh, I'll be like, this is quality. You're in the, the Cinco Club. <laughs> this La Quinta Inn <laughs> robe is wonderful. You know, they want you to take the robe, but did you know that? They want you to take that, Gavin. <laughs> They're like, we give you extra towels to take home with you. <laughs> Now, that's actually if you're going to take towels, you go down by the pool and take those because they don't count those. What? That is that's what I've a... heard. I, I've never taken a hotel towel before. I got <laughs> we have ones at home that we like. I don't need somebody a public domain towel. I'm good. <laughs> the public domain towels are all black and white and they didn't, you don't have to pay rights on them. <laughs> yeah, you hit a you hit a, hit them with a the black light and they're all different <laughs> colors. No, thank you. I'm good. Uh, but our topic at hand today is, uh, I don't know how I'm going to frame this, but it's Black Friday horror stories uh, slash uh, stuff that your parents fought over so you could have it on Christmas. You yeah, greedy we, bastards. <laughs> yeah, when you told me that you were doing Black Friday, I was like, that sounds fun. Then I realized I worked retail for an actual decade at three different stores. And Black Friday, I never watched people like really get crazy and like fist fight over things but people on black friday are just a different type of shitty mm-hmm. like they're, they're out there way too early or way too late or they're there on thanksgiving instead of spending time with their family because i worked at hobby lobby i worked at sears and i worked at burlington coat factory by far sears hardware department was the worst because you had all these old men who are like i'm just getting out so i can get my cheapest ratchet set yeah year so i have the black friday ptsd mm-hmm. i still don't like like thinking about that day and whenever i have to I, I have a job now where i do have to work black friday but it's like a call center it job yeah so it's it's not that big of a deal but just people who work retail and like seeing like target get ready for black friday and my friend still works at walmart i'm just like i don't know how anybody can do this for the rest of their lives like i just it is the worst day. Anybody who works retail will tell you it, it is the worst day. It's not fun. And you, you have to deal with people at their absolute worst. Yeah, over, to save $4 on something. Like, it's not like I I have, you know, when I was younger, I would go wait for Black Friday stuff. But now as an adult making some sort of money, I'm like, I'll just pay the extra whatever yeah, and I'll just pay, get it, you know. I'll pay for the convenience of not having to be with these people who have waited all year and saved up their nickels and dimes to buy this TV for a hundred dollars off. Yeah, I'll just buy it for a hundred dollars more, and then the time spent playing on my game or whatever, <laughs> I would have just been standing in line in the freezing cold. Yeah, I will say now that Black Friday has gotten a little better. I, I went a few years ago to Kohl's because I wanted a PlayStation 4 combo set from Kohl's. And Kohl's yeah, that makes the... sense. Kohl's, you know. <laughs> I know. Well, we <laughs> went there. It was super easy to get in. They, they gave us a sheet. They're like, do you want this? We're like, yeah. Then they gave us $50 Kohl's cash, which is as good as which is as good as good cash at most retailers. That's better it, than Bitcoin. <laughs> it's better than Bitcoin. If you invest right now in Kohl's cash, it will be <laughs> worth at least $55 <laughs> in 20 years. The, the inflation on Kohl's cash is fantastic. 
Uh, my my grandma has some Confederate Colts cash. <laughs> her grandma fought. Her grandpa fought for the South <laughs> and the coal, the great <laughs> the Great War. Uh, I, yeah, and when I asked you to do this episode, I didn't realize that you had worked retail for so long. Yeah, you just needed somebody. You just needed a warm body. To I needed talk a warm body. <laughs> I needed any <laughs> port in the storm to talk on this podcast. <laughs> Uh, so what was your experience working uh, Black Friday? You said Sears was the worst, but what what does the prep look like a week beforehand? Yeah, a week like, well, it's like throughout like the prior to the month before you start getting the stock in for like all the hot items. And I'm telling you, these hot items were just garbage. They were mm-hmm. just either special sets that, that we got in just for Christmas or Black Friday. And the the, the savings weren't, super great like mm-hmm. you you could find the same a lot one of our big items was toolboxes mm-hmm. like the, the big craftsman toolboxes but you could find them ar- around that sale during the year but people thought because oh it's black friday we'll, we'll get in there we're going to save the most money i the one good thing about black friday was i did work on commission it wasn't a great commission but it was always kind of nice to have like that twenty five thousand dollars sales day and know that you were going to get a commission check for three hundred dollars. Ooh, and, that, what a ratio! <laughs> I know, right? It's so good. I'm glad they're out of business. <laughs> but, but yeah. So we, we the, the the prep work. Everybody would get ready. What really sucked was getting when when Black Friday would start sooner and sooner. That's when it became a real problem because I, I was at Sears for six years. So originally it was like five a.m. Black Friday, actual that Friday. Mm-hmm. Not 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 too bad. You get up you you work five to like two and then you go home but then it became like we're open on thanksgiving we're gonna open on thanksgiving night at like seven o'clock so then you're working split shifts where you're like well you're gonna work seven to one a.m then you're gonna be back in here at eight a.m and it's like well there goes my whole thanksgiving and it was just all corporate greed yeah and the pandemic kind of stopped all that because like maybe we shouldn't have all these people (laughs) in the store at the same time but it was just, yeah, people were always crappy. And if like one thing that people got mad about is cutting in line. Like if you cut in line on a Black Friday, somebody will cut you. Yeah. It is people just grown ass men in their 40s, like this woman cut in front of me. It's like, who cares? Like there mm-hmm. are so many lines right now. We will get to you, sir. Yeah. Yeah. That and that was my thing. It's not so much like you're shopping it's the waiting to get in and the waiting to get out that takes forever yeah and then if people showed up like two hours after we opened for the door busters people would line up for the door busters Mm -hmm. and then if they weren't there right immediately they would show up like three hours they're like you still got that free gift and the free gift was usually like a five dollar like bottle opener like i need that free gift it's like we're we're out and they're like why are you out you should have prepared it's like we we did we just had 500 people in here so (laughs) So sorry, sorry, you don't get your $5 bottle opener, sir. Yeah, I read one account of like, there was like 1,500 people in a Best Buy. Yeah. And that, that's like, that's uh, Best Buy. There's not a lot of room in a Best Buy anyway, not to mention 15, 1,000 people <laughs> in a Best Buy. And I was, I, I hadn't been to Best Buy in forever, but I went there a couple of weeks ago. I, I just went to see what kind of movies they had for cheap. And they like, it was just literally... Like very few even DVDs anymore, which is not doesn't surprise me, but like it was just stacks and rows of flat screens. That's pretty much all it was. Yeah, it's just people who have like Black Friday because my my friend works at Walmart and he's like, yeah, we they're doing like doorbusters and Black Friday stuff in the Fridays leading up to actual Black Friday. But if you go into Walmart now, it's just like pals of the shittiest, cheapest TVs that mm-hmm. are there. And people think they're getting this, this great deal, but these TVs are made cheaply for Black Friday. They're going to die on you in about a year. And then you'll, you'll yeah. be right back there. Get, get another door buster. Yep. Well, uh, well, here's one account. When I worked at a Walmart, we had a fight break out over a bike. Uh, back in my poor college days, when I worked at Walmart, we had a fight break out over a bike first, uh, first where they were, we were fists were thrown and there was some blood. Eventually one guy got a hold of it and managed to get away from the crowd. He rode the bike out of the store to flee his pursuers without paying. <laughs> what Just, kind of grand theft auto San Andreas getaway is this where he's like, all right, I won this bike. This bike is now mine. This is mine. Yeah. 
I guess if, you know, it's so weird how people will fight over things in the store that they, that, that they're not theirs. Like if it's in your cart, it's, it should be yours, but it's also like, it's nobody's till it's yeah. paid for, you know, but it's just like, I, it's weird to think of a time when people would fight over bikes where mm-hmm. now it's like all like PlayStation consoles and shit like that. But they're like a bicycle. Like I can't imagine fist fighting over a bicycle. Bicycles seem like they are a plenty everywhere. Yeah. yeah. It's so weird how now everything, you know, all the hot toys now are, are game consoles before it was, you know, everything else, the tickle me Elmo's of the world, yeah. you know? Yeah, where, where people would fight and then, yeah, but a bike, a bicycle yeah. that you can buy all year long? Yeah, for it probably was $10 off, Gavin. That was the problem. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're right. You're right. Uh, I worked security at Target for five plus years for being a store in the rougher part of town. I don't have too many horror stories. The funniest thing that happened uh, happened a few years ago. I was there early doing crowd control. I always uh, would talk to people in line, trying to keep them entertained while they were waiting in the cold. The first couple in line, so so this is the first couple in line at a Target, uh, had been there for 13 to 14 hours. God. So we open the store and we have deals of all sorts of electronics. They get in line and have a shopping cart full of towels that were for $2. (laughs) That's it. <laughs> Why would they buy towels and they could just go to any hotel and steal them? I, they want yeah. you to take them. I'll get you towels. When I, <laughs> it says when I left after my 12 hour shift, we still had shelves full of towels. <laughs> and see, that's what I usually went. If I go Black Friday shopping, I go later in the day and I'm like you, I go get like cheaper Blu-rays. Yeah. And I'm not going for any big ticket items really, but to wait, 13 hours for some towels. Yeah. Like, and, and again, we, we jest, but we, we don't know their financial situation. Maybe yeah. they need these towels, but my God, like you got to know that them towels are going to be there. Yeah. You, you missed Thanksgiving <laughs> with your family for towels. Like when, when you're in line, nobody's no, nobody's handing out like coupons or like the actual, like receipts for what you want they're like who's mm-hmm. here for the washer and dryer for three hundred dollars okay yeah. who's here for some towels yeah. okay you're, well yeah. you're, you're gonna have to have this or else you're not gonna get your towels you're gonna need a towel voucher <laughs> uh what it what have you waited in line for black friday before um, I've waited, like I said, a few years ago, we waited in line very, very shortly, like maybe an hour to get into Kohl's to get the PlayStation four. Mm-hmm. And this was 2018. So it wasn't like the hot new thing anymore. Yeah. I just wanted to get a PS4 with Spider-Man included and $50 Kohl's cash, which is now worth $57 as <laughs> we're talking. Uh, I wanted to get that for $200. That seemed like a pretty good deal. And so we went and did that, but we were in and out in like an hour and a half, but there were people yeah. who had been there for a while uh well it's i don't know i'd be interesting to drive past a best buy now and the time of the recording 2021 on like thanksgiving and see if there's a tent out front that was a big thing where people would like bring their whole ass camping equipment to get Mm -hmm. out there like imagine going to gander mountain and dropping seven hundred dollars on camping (laughs) equipment to camp outside of a best buy they're not going to the woods they need that for best buy yeah well, the, the one time I, there were a couple of times I've waited for black Friday stuff. And most of us was for some sort of computer, like a laptop. Mm-hmm. One year I waited, I think it was a Sony Vio laptop. And I waited for hours as like a, like a kid, you know, not an adult. So I needed to wait to get this cheap thing. And it was the biggest piece of shit I ever had <laughs> in my life. Just as soon as I turned it on, I was like, this is just as slow as the computer that I'm trying to replace. (laughs) But it but it took considerably more time to acquire. Yes. And it was cold, much colder Uh, than the other one. I waited at a Best Buy and the line was literally around to the back of the store. Mm -hmm. And I had a a chair with me and I had the uh, the uh, iPod video, not a touch, not the touch, but it was a. So I was watching all my stories on there. <laughs> back, back, I, I had a, back when you could watch The Office on your iPod video and be like, it'll never be better than this. <laughs> than this uh, two and a half by 
two and a half inch screen or whatever. It's the biggest one they've had. That's the thing. I would uh, sneak away at work at when I worked at the hospital in the kitchen and just watch shit on my iPad, on my, <laughs> on my iPod. Just, just be like, they don't need me. I'm going to go watch things on my, on my iPod. But uh, yeah. So, and then I waited and then for the thing that I wanted, and then it turns out people got the vouchers at the front of the line and then we're selling them to the people in the back of the line. <laughs> That's <gasps> commerce, baby. That's commerce. Just yeah, if that's uh every like any new item that comes out online, you better get it because their people are gonna be buying that shit to put on eBay. That was the that was the in-person version of buying to sell on eBay. <laughs> and they actually totally like go on eBay. Listen, I'll ship <laughs> it to you right now. Go through PayPal. I'd like to bring a third party into this. Yeah, I want to use PayPal so I can trust I know I can trust you. <laughs> Uh, someone punched a security guard in the face because he thought he was a customer skipping to the front of the line. There you go. Told you. I told you. <laughs> he was just walking in the door to start his shift. So, <laughs> like, that's a rough start to the shift. Like, you haven't even clocked in yet. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, if, if you're going to punch me, like, do it after I've clocked in. Yes, please. Let me get punched on the clock, at least. <laughs> Let me get paid. <laughs> Uh, I worked for six years at a Johnny Rockets, so I don't I don't know if no everybody know it's like a I think it's like a diner place. They used to have one in the mall in downtown Indianapolis, but it's like a diner with milkshakes and hamburgers type stuff. Worked it's at like Johnny walking, Rockets. It's like you're walking into segregation. It's a Johnny That's Rockets. <laughs> well, they did have a whites only section, so, <laughs> which uh, you know is probably why they're out of business in the mall. Probably. Uh, I worked for six years at a Johnny Rockets in the mall as a server and manager. We didn't open early like the rest of the stores because we are restaurant and well, we don't serve breakfast. <laughs> we had people shake our gate screaming that they wanted food. <laughs> just animals, just <laughs> just dawn of the dead animals. I've been to Johnny Rockets. It's not worth shaking a gate over. <laughs> no, no. Uh, I pointed uh, at them. I pointed them towards the food court and told them, we don't serve breakfast. A lady spit at me and told me, I know you have bacon. <laughs> <laughs> Which to me, she's this, this spitting woman is not wrong. They do have bacon. <laughs> like, okay, just no. for today, just for today, we got bacon. The end. <laughs> if you want some bacon. I know you have bacon. You know it was said that way. Like, <laughs> get, like just. Ah, just bring you know you're at the mall for 15 hours just bring, bring a snack go to cinnabon whatever like not this hamburger milkshake place because they're not unless they're steak and shake they're not open like <laughs> uh when i worked at sam's club during the madness one uh black friday morning we caught a woman stuffing uh the inside of her pants with frozen lobster tail <laughs> She would unpackage them and throw the trash in a stack of tires that were on display. <laughs> I just, what goes through your mind? That's like, now's my time to get yeah. some good eating. And the fact that she's opening the lobster tails and putting them just raw in her pants. I don't know. Frozen. What kind of frozen lobster. Like. <laughs> Just putting anything frozen in your pants, you know? It, it can't be that expensive at Sam's Club. And I know that she's stealing, so the value is zero when you steal. Mm -hmm. But how much are lobster tails at Sam's Club really? Uh, I don't I don't know. I guess if you're going to steal, Black Friday is not the worst time to be stealing because who's going to catch you unless you're putting lobsters in your pants? Yeah, I mean, at Sears, we only had like three loss prevention officers which were just three regular people who were given the job of being security. Yeah. It's like, we couldn't catch everybody. Like, mm -hmm. of course it's, it's assumed on black Friday, people are going to steal. It's just preventing them from stealing expensive things. Yeah. Well, and the, here's that, that account I was saying of having 15, 1500 people in a Best Buy, but imagine 1500 people in a Best Buy. How could like, maybe they got the little barcodes on it. So you can't walk out of the store but I'll take the DVDs out of a thing and just have that, <laughs> got, I, you know, I've, like, got my, I've got my CD wallet with me. I'll just, <laughs> I'll, I'll just put them in there. And then I, I'm going to a slumber party tonight and we're going to watch. I can't imagine how much shit was, has been stolen. 
on Black Friday. Just wear, and even wear, wear a blue shirt to Best Buy. You yeah, blend right in. You can walk out with whatever. They might just think, honestly, that's the perfect crime. Put on a Walmart vest, walk in, walk out with things. Mm-hmm. People are just going to assume they're, that you're seasonal. Not everybody knows everybody who works at a Walmart. Yep. It's like, it's like, a, it's like a commune. That's an Ocean's whatever movie, Ocean's 15. Let's <laughs> get these flat screens. <laughs> George Clo- I would watch George Clooney and Brad Pitt planning a heist of a yeah. Black Friday at Best Buy. The dead giveaway is either two of those guys are in a Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> like, why the why is this handsome-ass man <laughs> in here on Black Friday? And why is he working here? Yeah, that doesn't make it. I, security. <laughs> uh, he's got lobsters in his pants. <laughs> I worked for Best Buy for six years. Everyone knew about the lines that you stand uh, that you stand in line out, outside for. Part of the process, once you get in the store, is you stand in another line to buy your products. One manager thought he was particularly smart, winding the line through our appliance department. Mind you, this is usually 1,500 plus people in the building at 6 a.m. Well, we get a complaint from one of our patrons. After checking the dryers, we find a nice turd inside one of them. <laughs> Good size, solid consistency, just sitting there. A lady who did not want to lose her spot opened the door and shit right in front of everyone. <laughs> That's when you know that you are, that is Black Friday commitment, more like Brown Friday commitment. <laughs> Am I right? <laughs> Am I right? Because uh, poop is brown. But that is commitment to not get in line. When you are willing to shit in an appliance you do not own yet. Yeah, that you're never going to own. You're not buying that. <laughs> I think they should have been like, ma'am, if you want that washer dryer, it's going to be the one you do. You know, the, st- the store policy, you shit in it, you bought it. <laughs> Just shitting in front of other human beings. Just... That sounds crazy. When I worked at uh, Burlington Coat Factory back when they were a factory of coats and not just uh, Burlington, um, there was somebody, we don't have appliances, but there was a lady who just shit on the floor on a regular Sunday. (laughs) She just, she was wearing a skirt. She just decided not worth it to walk the 50 feet to the back of the store to use the bathroom and just shit on just shit on the floor um then wiped with some merchandise and okay, then yeah. tried to go because you know you, you gotta be clean you don't want to have no dingleberries <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's, you, that's you go to the tie section and so i was you, not i was not there for this but first thing monday morning uh there was a guy named preston who worked law lost virgin he's like gavin stop working come here He's like, watch this video. And I was like, is this X videos? Is this what? What is like? No, this is our security camera. Somebody pooped here yesterday. <laughs> I, I hope that that video made its way onto the internet somehow. Just a lady oh, yeah, it was just, in Burlington. Just, and then she went back to shopping. Like, no uh, shame. Just like, because you got things you got to buy. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. Who has time to shit these days? <laughs> uh, I can't. Uh, that's a th- like I. I, I guess I can respect this lady for wiping because any other time you hear about somebody taking a shit, they just drop it and leave. Yeah. I can't anytime in a horror movie, somebody's taking a poop. They go to investigate. That's there's no wiping. I can't <laughs> walk. I couldn't walk around with shit in my ass. Just <laughs> knowing that it's in there, feeling it just, then you're just going to have to throw out your clothes. <laughs> Like it's not only, not only are you investigating a strange noise, a monster or a ghost, but you got shitty butt. Yeah. Now <laughs> you you're dead in the corners. Like, I think he pooped himself. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is way too dry. The consistency's all off. He, he, been must, <laughs> he must have not wiped his ass and then got murdered. <laughs> this, this poop is as dry for three whole hours. He had he, plenty of time. He didn't even have a ghost till an hour before. <laughs> He must have put it in the dryer for 15 minutes. <laughs> Get the wrinkles out of the turd. Uh, working in the electronics department, a little old lady punched a teenage boy in the face <laughs> to get the last radio he had picked up. She snatched it up and ran. I don't know what year this was, but when's the last time you bought a radio, Gavin? I, I don't. I was on radio for many years, and I <laughs> had the one in my car. Yeah, like... I, don't, I can't tell you if I've ever bought a radio like back in the day. That was a thing. But I or when I even listen to the radio, 
I listen I mean, to the radio when it's on something as I walk past it, you know. Yeah, and now you you can play a lot of stuff just through like your Amazon Echoes and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But I I really hope there there's only one radio that's worth getting punched over, and that is the WWF endorsed the JVC Kaboom Box. If oh, she damn. punches if she punches this kid and it wasn't over a JVC Kaboom Box from 1999, then then this does. That this has no no place in our society. No, I need that kaboom box for sure. Or I need that that uh, that radio thing from uh, Home Alone Two. Oh, the that talk recorder boy? thing. Yeah, I need that. The I, the identity fraud cassette player, where you can just warp your voice to, to fool Tim Curry as a hotel manager. Hello, Sydney. <laughs> Scream. <laughs> I'd like a room and one cheese pizza. <laughs> What's your favorite scary movie, Tim Curry? <laughs> I, I I would watch the Scream Talk Boy crossover. Actually. I would too. Yeah. Just just think if uh, Joe Pesci and. Uh, uh, Daniel Stern broke in and Ghostface is chasing him around in that big ass house. <laughs> I'll, I'll watch that. These two nonviolent criminals are being murdered now. By... <laughs> he put knives on the floor. So when they stepped in, they impaled the feet on it. Um, uh, this one's a longer one. So I'll paraphrase. Uh, the little old lady wanted a cancer pink ribbon fabric. And the woman she ultimately tackled had called ahead and ordered a bulk amount of it because she works for a cancer organization that makes blankets for cancer patients. So this lady called ahead, ordered a bunch of this, the cancer pink fabric. She's picking up the order, which is not from the stock of the store. It's stuff she ordered specially, (laughs) but the lady thought she was getting all the stuff from the store. So she punched this lady or, actually uh maces her in the face this is just another case of ordering some pink and getting into a stink that's right (laughs) yeah two in the pink and uh old lady gets kicked out for the store from the store she would come in every couple months give me the stink eye there you go gavin there we go uh and then rebelliously write down recipes from the home and food magazine so she wouldn't have to buy them (laughs) that is just I can fully picture what this woman looks like based on the fact that she would punch somebody over pre-bought bulk pink uh, cancer blanket material. And then also writing down material. Like this had to be before like taking a photo with your phone because you could just like scan that shit now. Yeah. But like getting out index cards and being like, what's in home? What's in good housekeeping (laughs) this month? Oh, what is this a nice chicken and dumplings recipe? Well, I'm (laughs) surely not buying it for for only one recipe. Let let me write this down. I surely won't spend $6. That's crazy. (laughs) Why spend $6 when I have a 13 cent index card and some (laughs) ingenuity? (laughs) How are those chicken and dumplings? They should taste good because they're stolen. <laughs> you can really taste the theft. <laughs> mm, theft. <clears throat> Today, one of our male customers hit another male customer upside the head with a crock pot. <laughs> oh, Says, kidding. what were they fighting over? The crock pot, both customers had to be dragged out of the store by police. That's crock not pots. Those are heavy. Like that's yes. That that is a that could be a first degree murder if you hit somebody with a crock pot. Uh, just yeah, that could you could knock somebody out with those heavy duty crock pots. It's like when you hear people who fight over the dumbest shit, like a bicycle or a crock pot. Mm-hmm. A crock pot. Now and now they now I'll kill you over an air fryer. <laughs> yeah, uh, but back in the day, like people got real into slow cooking. Like they're like, we yeah. just, I, I really need to, I really love waiting 13 hours <laughs> for my meal to be done. Well, if you would have started cooking it by the time you were done with Black Friday beating, uh, <laughs> you'd, you'd have it. So let's, let's go fight over something that's at Goodwill right now. Like, uh, by far the best was three grandmothers getting into a literal fist fight over the last Furby. A full-on brawl, rolling around on the floor, kicking and punching. Nobody knew what to do. It took two women and a manager to pull them apart. It was the most screwed-up thing I had ever seen. Over a Furby. You don't really, because there's so many resources now online to get things, you don't, there are still hot Christmas toys, mm-hmm. but we'll, we'll never hit the level of Furby, 
tickle me Elmo. I don't think we're ever going to hit those heights ever again, because now you can just go on eBay, pay some scalper a bunch of money for it, or try to find a restock online. Mm -hmm. But back then, like 1997, 1998, Furbies were it. And if you found a Furby, like you were a God. Yeah. To your kid and everybody else. And they, they aren't that interesting. They're not that cool. I had some friends who had them. My sister eventually got one a, a year later when, they, when the hype had died down. And they're fun, I guess. Mm-hmm. You, you can, like, stick your finger in their mouth, and they're like, nom, nom, nom. And mm-hmm. they're like, this is worth killing a man over, I guess. This is- yeah. It was kind of the early uh, version of the A-L-E-X-A. Like, yeah, just <laughs> talking to nobody. And uh, I just realized somebody made this point on a podcast I was listening to. That's uh, the podcast. Not as good as this one. Of course but, not. Uh, they said it was like a pretty much a rip off of gizmo from the gremlins. Oh, 100%. Only- I never realized I, that never occurred to me ever that it was- I think, uh, I think eventually if I recall correctly, I think they may have made a gizmo Furby, like a specific gizmo Furby at one point. Yeah, that makes it, but you can't feed them after midnight. No, or else then, <laughs> and then it turns turns into like an angry Furby, and then yeah. it's the whole thing. Uh, so, uh, here are some toys that people fought over. Uh, Ten toys parents fought over uh, from ninety five to ninety nine. Uh, Beanie Babies. The Beanie Baby craze last. Were they that popular for four years? I guess that's that's what it says. Uh, it's just it's just bizarre thinking back. There's there's grown adults thinking back right now to be like, I can't believe I punched that lady for a beanie baby. I can't believe I hired a hitman for that princess Diana bear. Yeah. Just. And then you see again, now you see them at Goodwill. Yeah. You can just find whatever. And some, and I, I get every time I get clickbaited by those on ads on websites, like, do you have these five beanie babies? Guess what? You're a millionaire. Mm-hmm. And they're like, I don't have any of these. Why am I reading this? I don't have any beanie babies. That's yeah, I don't have them to begin with. I don't know why I was even reading this list did every time. Know, go ahead. I said, Did you know that these Disney, but these Disney because these VHS Disney yeah. tapes could yeah. make you a retirement fund? Yeah, yeah. Every time there's a uh, Pokemon card collection, I'm like, Oh, uh, I wonder if I have those. No, I don't. <laughs> Some guy found baseball cards in his grandpa's attic and now he's a millionaire. And now we're all like, I wonder if I have any baseball cards in an attic I don't have. It's like I bet you do, but I bet you're not. I bet you they're not the same as this guy's great great granddad's. Yeah, I bet they're also in shitty condition. Like, <laughs> uh, 1995, the Sky Dancer. Do you remember those things? I do remember the Sky Dancer because they kind of adapted them. They were a girl's toy, not to gender any toys, but they were their girl's toy. Just say it, Gavin. Just say you know it. what? I feel like this is a safe place to not be politically correct. They were <laughs> they were a gift for broads. They were a toy, <laughs> toy for broads, and yeah, you had to play with it in the kitchen. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's too far. That's too far. Okay, Don't good. say that. Cut that. I'm canceled now. Uh, okay. <laughs> But yeah, Sky Dancers, they, you like pull the string and they were these plastic disc flyers that were weapons and they got recalled because they were very mm-hmm. dangerous because it's basically a plastic spinning death device. It's like a, like a, a hard plastic helicopter that you <laughs> pull right in front of your face and it shoots <laughs> off into the sky. I only knew about them because they made similar G.I. Joe toys, which is, which is a man's toy. Yeah. Uh, which is a You're man's goddamn toy. right. <laughs> I love this country. <laughs> but, they, but they made a similar one for G.I. Joe, which was a little more safe because it was like a circular plastic contained disc, not just free, not, not, not just free flowing arms yeah. that could knock out your eye. Uh, the picture of this lady just is nostalgic. Uh, it's for KB Toys. Mm, I Did love you ever me go some to KB, KB toys. toys. Yeah, absolutely. There was a place here in Evansville, Indiana, where <clears throat> we had a place called Sir Beef, and there was a Target and a KB Toys like right across from it. So anytime we eat at Sir Beef, you're always like, "Hey, mom, dad, can we go to Target and KB?" Mm-hmm. And normally it was like one or the other, but they're like, "Okay, it's not. You can't." And I remember going in there in like 1999, 2000, and trying to buy like the Simpsons toys. Oh yeah, the Simpsons World toys. Yeah, yeah, the Simpsons World toys, and some I got a lot of great deals at KB. Like I feel like I was more of a KB shopper than a Toys R Us shopper. 
well nowadays you know i i collect a bunch of horror stuff and you some it's always weird when you buy a thing and the price tag is still on it that's reduced markdown can't <laughs> give it away and now i'm like oh yeah i just paid 50 bucks for this thing that was a nickel and yeah there's a lot of in the wrestling world, people collect the old timey WWF Hasbro figures, mm-hmm. and they're like, they. It's what's terrible is they're worth like hundreds of dollars now, but a lot of them still have like the KB three for ten dollars sale on them. Yeah. Like, well, give me that. I'd like you to price match the nineties, yeah. please. Let me get yeah. Let, let me not pay this ridiculous thing that I know as an adult man I shouldn't be spending my money <laughs> on, but here I am. <laughs> <laughs> Take my money, please. <laughs> 1996, uh, the Tickle Me Elmo didn't just uh, have people tickled, Gavin. It uh, enraged. (laughs) Stampedes and fights broke out as retailers who sold the Sesame Street stuffed toy that giggles when you tickle them. So, And some of these, I guess, were going for upwards of 1,500 bones. That means money. That does it. That's money. Good. Yeah. Or maybe actual bones. There's somebody out there like a voodoo priestess. Got to tickle me. I'm like, give me the 15 bones. The bones, please. Uh, <laughs> 50, yeah, $1,500 for a tickle. I remember when that, I think they still make these because now it's kind of a nostalgic, nostalgic thing for, you know, adults that want to give it to their kids. They made a, I think uh, maybe 10, 15 years ago, they, they did do a reissue of the tickle me Elmo maybe for the 10th anniversary, where it was like the extreme Tickle Me Elmo. So not only did it laugh and tickle, but it also had more robotics in it. So it would like throw ituff on the ground and like tap out. And be like, stop, <laughs> stop it, stop it, stop it. <laughs> and I would not let the ankle lock go. I made him tap out. <laughs> I was like, no, tap Elmo. Give me that uh, belt. <laughs> <laughs> B is for belt. <laughs> but I don't think... Elmo was that popular as a character until Tickle Me Elmo. Like it was after Tickle Me Elmo that Elmo got to go on Rosie O'Donnell's show. And yeah. really their star really rose after Tickle Me Elmo. Get shot with a koosh ball. <laughs> it's like Tickle Me Elmo is Elmo's The Black Album. It, it really put him in a, in a category all by himself. Elmo sold out. <laughs> Elmo <laughs> sells out every night. Exit light, enter night. <laughs> <laughs> uh 97 the tamagotchi and the sleep and snore ernie so the sleep and snore ernie was kind of the uh follow-up to the tickle me elmo so i guess it's he's got a little nighttime mask on sleeps and he snores pretty self-explanatory but (laughs) gavin go ahead what they didn't tell you is that you had to buy his sleep apnea machine separately that's That's where they get you in the accessories uh bert can you hand me my uh, Ambien? <laughs> I need my CPAP machine, please. Can you hand it over here, please? I need it. I will die. Uh, I tweeted some things last night on the Ambien that I shouldn't have said. I said rubber duckies are not the one, and <laughs> the rubber ducky community real upset right now. <laughs> yeah, that yeah, that would be better if they came out with a CPAP machine and weighted blanket. <laughs> Bert, can you turn on the ASMR, please? <laughs> I need my white noise machine or I can't sleep. <laughs> uh, and then the Tamagotchi. Did you have one of these, Gavin? A Tamagotchi. I, see, I there were people always reference the Tamagotchi, but there was also the Gigapet. So I think were, that's the one I had. Yeah. Yeah, I had a Gigapet. I don't know. I think Tamagotchi was more Japanese. Okay. Then actually, I'm you can. I have no idea. I could be talking out of my ass. Be like, this sounds more Asian than the American <laughs> made Gigapet. <laughs> but, but really, they're probably both ideas from Japan. So I'll ask. I'll ask Stephanie. She's she's half Korean. Okay. I'll be like. Uh, I'll be like. What did your people do with Tamagotchis? And she'll be like, Gavin, get away from me. Quit it. Stop. <laughs> Stop going. But I had a Gigapet. I had the Gigapet. I had was I had a Disney themed 101 dalmatians gigapet mm-hmm. where i had one of the dalmatians um i only they only gave you one i was like i bought 101 please give them all to me yeah but i i remember having a gigapet i had it for less than 24 hours i fed it when went to bed woke up it was an angel and had died and i was like <laughs> what what happened did it get hit by a car in the night yeah that's that's I had one, too, and I, I don't know if it was either one, but I remember it was a dinosaur. So it was a little egg shape mm-hmm. and I got it way after the fact, because that's how I got stuff as a kid. It's if it was popular, I wasn't going to have it because my parents couldn't afford it. <laughs> um, 
but it was a little dinosaur and the graphics on this thing were the worst thing I've, it was just a little blip. And I'm like, I think that's the dinosaur. Yeah. Right it was there. all, it was all dot matrix pixels. Worse and than a game boy, the black was, and white game boy. It was like, it was just a step above the tiger handheld games that, that you could mm-hmm. buy. It was just like a, Step above that, and then a few years later, we would have Pokemon. Yeah. But the Giga, but the Gigapet, yeah, it was just I don't. And people would bring him to school and be like, "Check it out! What? Well, look, look how alive mine is. It's immortal, and it's like it's been alive for three days. So yeah, it yeah. might be. Yeah, you're 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 also seven, so that is immortal to you. <laughs> Surprised it's not dead yet. And the mine, the one that I had, somehow the time got messed up. So. I, you know, if it was 3 p.m., the time on it was 3 a.m. <laughs> you, you, you had a third shift Tamagotchi. Yeah. So you got to feed it on whatever the time. And mine just died after a day because it's like, I can't get up in the middle of the night to feed this thing. <laughs> so it was just dead from. Like, hey, uh, I'm on my lunch break. Okay. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm hauling boxes all day in my factory job. Were you going <laughs> to feed me or not? What are you doing? Boss, I need time off to feed my Tamagotchi. <laughs> I like the way you're asking. You're, we're, we're both like nine in this scenario, and you're like, <laughs> boss. <laughs> uh, the boss has got his foot up my ass over here. <laughs> and I've got a Tamagotchi over here like, feed me, feed me. You can't please nobody. And then I got to come home to this. <laughs> <laughs> you're fucking ungrateful, Tamagotchi. <laughs> Where's the gabagool? Which was turned into Tony Soprano. Where's the gabagool? You, you gobbled your last goo. Uh, 1998 to current, which is definitely true. Pokemon. Yeah. Um, I remember this. I remember Pokemon was already popular when I heard about it. And I was mm-hmm. like, what is this? Uh, but these, ca- I remember my pet, my mom spent so much money on all these things. And, uh, I would have fought somebody back then. So, oh, absolutely. I, uh, we're currently in the 25th anniversary of Pokemon. So they've had these celebration packs. So, so for the first time, I actually went out and bought some Pokemon cards. Oh, and they're, they're hard to get. And because of the pandemic, everybody was bored and had too much unemployment money because nobody wants to work mm-hmm. uh, all went online. And just the prices for Pokemon cards just shot up exponentially because we were all bored. We had nothing to do. And we tried to like cling to like things from our childhood. And I want to remember. I want to remember how I felt opening that Charizard. <laughs> and I like Pokemon cards are so hard to get now, especially like the special celebrations pack. And I, I like Pokemon cards and, and then they're fun. But when you look back now and you're like, I had all these cards and I don't know where they're at. I've, my parents moved a few times since my childhood. And it's like, Hey dad, where is my Pokemon cards? Like they might be in a storage unit. And yeah. I was like, well, that means they're never going to be seen ever again. Yeah. That means they're eaten by rats by now. <laughs> they're eaten by actual Pikachus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's my, uh, you know, doing comedy full time. That's my uh, retirement account is how well Charizard is doing by the, at the time of my death. <laughs> so uh we just talked about this guy 98 to 99 uh furby by 1999 the toy had sold two million units by the end of that year an additional 14 million units uh found its way into homes so and people <laughs> were selling them up to 300 dollars that sounds like a threat. They had found their way into homes. Like whether you wanted a Furby or not, there was a government yeah. mandate that every family had to yeah. have at least one Furby in their home. You just hear from a dark closet, Furby. <laughs> Honey, I think we have an infestation. <laughs> I think there's a Furby in the walls. <laughs> He's there living in the walls. Uh, 2000, PlayStation 2. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, isn't that the top selling console of all time? I think it's one of them. I think PlayStation 2 was on another level. It made me switch from being a Nintendo. Well, I had a PlayStation 1, mm-hmm. but PlayStation 2 is when you saw people really shift hard towards mm-hmm. PlayStation as opposed to sticking with with Nintendo who had the GameCube. You also had the Xbox come out a year later as well. But I got a PlayStation 2 in Christmas of 2001. Oh, you were poor. Yes, I had to wait a whole year. Well, <laughs> we were not poor. They paid $300, and I heard about it up until last week. You know how so, much I paid for that thing, right? 
you yeah. know, one of the don't even work. Get a better, better <laughs> lick my asshole for three hundred dollars. Yeah, yeah. You're on PS Five, yo, you haven't played with PS Two. We got you. <laughs> like we we had to work so much overtime for that. You know how I many weekends I didn't work because of that. I had to punch a man uphill both ways. <laughs> Get that PS Two. And now it just sits in the closet. You don't even know where it's at. <laughs> it's in a storage unit, Dad. <laughs> Yeah, this picture of I, I wish I could show you on a podcast version, but just a like a mountain of PS2s and people handing them out and just fighting, fighting for PS2s. Just a, not a kid in sight. All just adults. Adult, just adult men who want to play those great graphics. I want to play Crash Bandicoot 2. Uh, 2001. This is not one that I ever bought into because I'm a man. But Bratz dolls. Uh, Bratz all- also. Bratz also, to t- primarily a girl's toy. Yeah. <laughs> well, also featured a lot of uh, different races and stuff, so you could see why they would be popular with the. You know, I think Barbie eventually had you know non-white Barbies, but it's also <laughs> like, don't you want your daughter to have a thing that looks like her? Wouldn't that make her feel better a little bit? You know? I love that. I love that Brad's dolls were so diverse, but also looked like hookers. It's yeah. like, <laughs> it's like this Brad's doll looks like you in skin color, but also she has to turn tricks now. <laughs> She's going to the mall. <laughs> uh, between 2001 and 2003, they made nearly $1 billion with Brad's dolls. The Brad's empire. Man, I that's something I never even paid attention to because I again I wouldn't care about that, but a billion dollars in like three years. That's crazy. I, I knew they were popular. I did not know they were that popular. And if I recall, I think they still make them. I don't think they're as popular as yeah. they were now because we uh because teens have iPhones and they're mm-hmm. gonna be like um, they could just make themselves look like Brad's dolls with their filters and their the fil- whatnots, yeah. <laughs> their thingamaj and their thingamajigs. But yeah, yeah Brad's dolls were super popular. They, they were definitely a cool thing. It's weird how I, I I hate that meme of it'll be like, back in my day, we had this pencil. And now today's kids want an iPhone. <laughs> yeah, like, well, no, we had stuff like 20 years ago when we were yeah. kids. Like we, we had stuff. I don't know where all these 35-year-old boomers are coming from. Like yeah. back in my day, I had roller skates. Yeah. No. We had more than roller skates. Yeah. Well, also kids like to skate now, but who doesn't want have want to have access to everything all of the time right now? <laughs> I if I need to settle an argument about who was in that movie, I just bring it up on my phone. We yeah. don't have to argue for forty five minutes. We can solve this right now. Hey, do you want a ball in a cup, or do <laughs> you want boobs? you know what actually my phone actually has an app called ball and cup that's the best of both worlds yeah anybody that posts that means a fucking idiot because you would choose a phone over that anytime anyway if you go back to world world war ii and they're like do you want a hoop and a stick soldier overseas or do you want this phone that can do anything and they're like well you know what the hoop and a stick i'm nostalgic for it yeah i think i would have the phone that does everything back in my day we had this but now kids want this phone which we didn't have back in my day. So <laughs> what a stupid comparison. <laughs> uh, Xbox 2001, the current, when Xbox hit, hit the market in 2001, little did we know we'd still be snatching up the Microsoft gaming device after a decade. Uh, as of 2006, the original Xbox sold over 24 million units. Yeah, the, I didn't have the original Xbox because I was very, I had a lot of gamer tribalism where mm-hmm. I was like, I'm PlayStation 2 rules, Xbox drools. <laughs> yeah. And that's where I was. And I'd be like, Xbox, what a piece of crap. Halo, what's that? Is that some kind of Christian game? <laughs> Even today, I'll see on comment sections and it'll be one guy that likes a console versus another. And they'll be like, oh, you got an Xbox? I didn't know you were gay. the same guy that's like puts genders on a vehicle yeah (laughs) these volkswagen bugs are for women imagine that's how every gay person had to come out they're like (laughs) dad dad i want to sit you down but 
look under the TV. Oh my God, is that an Xbox? Oh so, God, no, no! <laughs> I ra- you were raising a PlayStation family. Even in, you could have even been by like your sister and got a GameCube, but you had to go full gay with the Xbox. How could you? It's yeah. It's not that I care so much, but the world's gonna think it's differently. <laughs> like, I know it's got some games on there that you might like, like Fusion Frenzy or the Halo series. But yeah. but what will my friends at the mine say? Yeah, just imagine a grown man posting on the internet something alluding to your your masculinity over the the game console that you chose to play. Ugh. <laughs> I see the same same thing with uh, like sports teams. Where it's mm-hmm. like, here's how you can tell your son's gay. And it's like a bedroom decorated with Dallas Cowboys thing. Yeah. Like, what? what that, that, there's no correlation. There, yeah. There's plenty it's... of gay fans for every team. As a people that still believe that calling somebody gay is an insult. Sure. Like, whatever, man. I yeah. guess, according to you, Gavin, I'm bisexual because I had a gay cube. <laughs> <so. laughs> I mean, the, the discs were so tiny. What was it trying to be? Was it trying to be a CD player or was it trying to, what was it doing? A little curious. Yeah, trying to prevent theft. That's what they were trying to do. <laughs> uh, and here's one that I, I don't even remember, but I guess this was something that people fought over. In 2001, people across the world, young and old, were falling in love with Harry Potter. First film, uh, The Sorcerer's Stone, hit theaters mid-November, leaving plenty of time for parents to line up for the first ever Harry Potter Hogwarts Lego Castle. Mm-mm. Line up to lead their kids straight to hell, because that's the devil's mm-hmm. book. Well, the sorting hat sent you to hell. <laughs> they said, <laughs> you put the sorting hat, they're like, mm, Jesus is not in your heart. Yeah. <laughs> and then the portal <laughs> opened up, and you got sent straight to the fiery lakes of hell. You're going, uh, yeah, to hell house. I don't even remember this. It was never on my radar. Legos have never been on my radar, even though I think if I had them now, as I would build whatever they're doing, but they're so expensive. I had like the bucket of Legos growing up where you could I had build, that like, too. Yeah, yeah. Where you could like build a house and then you mm-hmm. take that house apart and then you pull it out again. And you're like, I think I can build a house again. But yeah. these, uh, I have friends who are super into Legos, uh, uh, particularly Star Wars Legos. And they're like, I was like, how much you spend? Like, it's like hundred fifty dollars. I was like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. And I know that I know that that's hypocritical from either of us because we're like, we need that Funko Pop. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll, <laughs> we'll that. spend that on that thing, but not on that thing. That's dumb. But but <laughs> Lego seems like a bad investment, even though I guarantee you, Legos are going to hold their value way more than Funko Pops will. Mm-hmm. But they're like, yeah, so I needed this uh, Boba Fett ship, and it's like. Dan, why is this not the same as it's a little different? It's been updated a little bit. There's actually a yeah. different lo- uh, colored Lego piece on this. You're like, oh, mm-hmm. cool. All right, cool. Awesome. Neat. Yeah, sure, man. Like, I, and I did have that bucket of Legos as a kid, and that's something I never asked for. It was just grandfathered to me, you know. <laughs> Do you remember Connects? I do remember connects. I didn't have any, but I did have a friend who had them and we tried to build the roller coaster and mm-hmm. we got about three hours in and said, this is taking too long to mm-hmm. build this. Cause I, I think connects took longer for some reason. Yeah, we did have the, I did. I remember getting new versions of those and you'd make like a car or whatever. And, but uh, yeah, with Legos, man, even, I went to, you ever been to a thing called Brick World? I have not. Is that, is that a store? No, it's like, a, I, maybe it's not called that, but it's like a big convention uh, for Lego people. But it's just like kind of a, you walk through and see what people have built. Oh, kind of like an art exhibit? Kind yeah, of kind a- of thing. And uh, there was like a like Lord of the Rings type one. And I overheard somebody was like, yeah, this is $10,000 worth of Legos right here in this Lord of the Rings set. It's kind of like if you go to a train show, which I haven't done since I was a kid, but it's also like, I like looking at landscape type stuff, you know? Yeah. I can always appreciate anybody who has like hobbies that involve miniatures Mm -hmm. because they take so much time. I got in during the pandemic, I got into painting D and D miniatures for like a month. And I was like this, I'm not getting any better. (laughs) (laughs) I wanted to be better than this. I'm supposed to be better. I was like going to like my local local hobby store. Like, yes, I need some uh, mineral wash, please. So that it will (laughs) go into the creases of my figure. But anytime I could see like, elaborate train setups or 
like Legos that have been built really well. Like mm-hmm. there's definitely an art to it, but I, it's just like, I cannot afford when I worked uh, going back to retail, I worked at Hobby Lobby. So they had like train stuff and like little miniatures and people are spending like $10 for a pack of two trees. Yeah. Like, well, I hope it's worth it. I hope that this is, I really hope this makes your landscape pop off. Yeah, sure, man. It's just, man, any kind of like micro hobby. And I don't mean by size, I mean like a niche thing. Man, your people are willing to pay that money for it, for trees or whatever. Every time I watch Beetlejuice, I was like, Adam's put some money into this model. Of the town. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, there's some money in here. Beetlejuice has it really nice. Yeah. Um, I, that's it for the episode. That's all the stuff that we fought for. Uh, Gavin, what would you fight for? Uh, my right to party. That's, uh, that's the only correct answer. The, 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 the rights of this wonderful country of America where we can get injured by sky dancers. That's true. Uh, but that somebody yeah. there's a, somewhere there's a person with an eye patch that has to explain that they got their eye taken out by uh, a sky dancer. Be like, where, was that Afghanistan? Nah, sky dancer. <laughs> Red Rider. <laughs> there's that um, there, There's that one politician, Dan Crenshaw, who has the eye patch. Mm-hmm. I, I want to look into it be like, did you really lose that during your tours or was it a sky dancer? Is that what he said? Was it was it an I I haven't looked up at that. It's guy like a real all, so. it's like a real IED injury, but if you I would just anybody who'd want to troll this man and be like, Did you lose your eye to a sky dancer? <laughs> <laughs> like, is that what we're calling bogeys overseas? Yeah. <laughs> no, that toy. It's right here. And everybody hits the ground. <laughs> Get down. He's got a sky dancer. <laughs> Get down. He's got lawn darts. <laughs> Yeah, I'm trying to think of anything, anything I fight, I fought for. I definitely wanted a PlayStation 2 like that. That was one my my parents were able to get one. And mm-hmm. just being able to open that iconic blue box on Christmas morning was mm-hmm. so cool. My first game was uh, Simpsons Hit and Run, which was Crazy Taxi. But I still Simpsons, own that game now it's on real, GameCube. So. It's fun. It, it's a mm-hmm. fun game. I liked it. Um, as far as fighting for anything, no, nah, not really. I've never really been the kind of person to get up early camp out at stores for anything to really fight for there are certain things though where if they're out of it i am disappointed like i still go toy hunting fairly regularly and when they they don't have something or you see like it in somebody else's car you're like son of a bitch yeah yeah or you like oh he just bought three of those i wonder what he's gonna do with them yeah it's like what is your ebay store (laughs) and then then you see like this guy has three in his cart and then suddenly this local toy store just said they got three in Hmm, what Mm. happened there yeah yeah uh get plug uh, gavin loves horror tell people about that yeah gavin loves horror is my youtube channel You, you can search it at gavin loves horror i started doing some shorts content in order to try to get the algorithm to like me again. But these episodes appearances seem to help. People seem to like when I'm on your show, at least from my perspective, because I do get some subscribers out of it. Um, actually, one of uh, my top subscribers, her name is Chanel. She actually discovered me actually listening to your show. Excellent. So, Hello, Chanel. Thank you for listening. So she has excellent taste because she likes both you and me, or at mm-hmm. least 50, or at least 50% taste. Well, <laughs> I, I, I don't know which way it goes, but yeah. Um, yeah. So definitely uh, love doing Gavin Loves Horror. I've been doing some stuff on there, doing like toy reviews, stuff like that, doing the shorts content. And like I said, the the real horror is working retail. That's Mm -hmm. the true horror of life. It's working on a Black Friday is scarier than any than any type of horror movie you can imagine. Like you can watch The Exorcist or go work a Black Friday, like watch The Exorcist with yeah. <laughs> just, just watch that. Um, there actually is uh, a nice horror tie-in. There actually is coming out on Black Friday this year, a horror movie called Black Friday mm-hmm. that has Bruce Campbell in it. And it looks like a retail zombie movie, which I'm actually very much looking forward to. That'll be, I mean, that's more accurate than we know. Uh- <laughs> it is. And I, I did a reaction trailer for it. So if you want to see, see the trailer and my reaction to it, it's on my channel. But I talk about how Black Friday would have been more enjoyable if I would have been able to just beat the customers with bats because they turned into zombies. Like that would have been mm-hmm. the most ideal situation. I worked in a hardware department. I was so I had such access to machetes and things. <laughs> I would have done fine. Yeah. But but yeah, Gavin loves horror. You can also follow me on Instagram at Gavin Horror. And if you want to follow my regular comedy stuff, it's at Gavin Eddings. So you, you can check me out there as well. But uh, that is it. I'm, I'm so glad I don't have to work another Black Friday 
and in mm-hmm. retail. Knock on wood. I hope things keep going well enough for me where I never have to like go back to like a retail store. And if you were retail, I'm not I'm not trying to diminish what you do for the community, but you are trying you, to uplift because who you know, just type in Black Friday trampled on yeah. YouTube and <laughs> then always, just be like, oh God, like I yeah. can't imagine putting up i will say life gets better after you're out of retail it will get better people <laughs> do, people in the real world don't poop in washers okay <laughs> they're hey, so speak savages. For <laughs> you were the woman you were the woman <laughs> <laughs> all right thanks for being on the show man thanks thanks for having me back bye everybody bye <laughs>